You are listening to Beyond the Verse, a Star Citizen podcast. A show dedicated to Cloud Imperium games, Star Citizen and Squadron 42. Whether you fight, explore, unite, and or trade, we bring you news, updates, interviews, reviews, and analysis. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a pour of Radagast, and join us as we go Beyond the Verse. Launch sequence activated. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Verse Star Citizen Podcast. I am Solus, the host for today's episode, episode 24, that we're calling Authenticity. Hey, I got it right. (laughs) Um, Success. Today, we are going over through a lot of information. There was a lot of information dropped since last Friday, since our last episode, Um, but we're not going to go in depth too much because today we are joined by a very 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 special guest a new friend of mine uh please welcome Athi. Athi, welcome to the podcast hi how is everyone how are you <laughs> i'm doing okay i am doing okay um you're probably the best thing to happen to me right now because in the last three weeks my listeners know that i've been dying every single podcast i've been coughing uh, just a bunch of nonsense so if you see me dying on stream take over shows yours just run with it first i should dial 911 though right no no, no just let me go just let me go i've lived a really great life up to this point uh, so yeah so so we have a lot to cover just real quick for the agenda for today um we did have the Arena Commander 320 uh, dev updates from Friday. We're not going to cover that in depth, but we are going to talk about Arena Commander and all the fun that's coming with 320. Uh, we did have, this is interesting, we had the 318 and 319 post-mortem that I think speaks more about Star Citizen as a development company than it does about the issues we saw. We'll get into that. Um, Whitley's Guide, a lore drop on the Santok Yai, and, and does that does that actually matter? Do we care about lore when it comes to ships? Uh, quickly, the SC monthly report for August. There's a lot of gold nuggets there. We're gonna get into that. Pirate Week, Inside Star Citizen, there's a bunch of cargo and instanced hangers. There's a lot to cover. But first, Athi, I am so glad that you joined us. I um, a, a little bit of backstory for my listeners. So I went on like a campaign of looking at like star citizen streamers um i already knew a few of the podcasters but i wasn't really affiliated with the streamers so i went through like blasphemous and i went through some other you know individuals and i came across Athi, and it was a breath of fresh air um i'll be honest with you i jumped on and you just seemed genuine and i think it'd be inappropriate authentic you seemed authentic um but you seem very genuine in the way you uh, navigate your community and the way you spoke to everybody with respect and the way you genuinely just love gaming. I knew that I wanted to get that personality onto the podcast to just dive into who you are. So I would love to shut up for a couple seconds and just learn about who you are, why you stream. Tell me, tell me all about you. 
Well, thank you. That's so sweet. Um, actually, I um, my name is Authentic Young, and it's funny that you say that. The authentic does come from how authentic am I, and um, the young comes from kind of a playoff of how young am I, because if you see my bio, you'll see that the first game and console that I played with is Atari. So, nice. um, <laughs> so it's you and me both. play on those two things. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's where the name came, comes from. Um, I grew up with three brothers and very competitive. We all played games, both console games and sports. So I, I grew up in a very competitive environment and it was great. I, I've been a gamer all of my life, like since I was a toddler, I've been gaming. Um, I was I probably the NES was probably the first time I really dug in and did like, you know, Mike Tyson's punch out and, oh, yeah. and Zelda and yeah. like those types of games. Um, I got my PC 486 was my first PC and I played Diablo was my first PC game nice. and I was hooked. I've been like, I've just been a gamer ever since. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the reason I started streaming oddly was because of uh, COVID. It, it turned mm. out that before streaming, I'm a type of person you might be able to tell from my personality that I love to host events. So I'd have like, theme parties and gaming nights and like all of these events that I would throw and I just love throwing events and having community things to do and as it turns out when COVID hit I kind of all the energy went inside and that was not good for me so mm. I just had a friend who was like you know what have you ever thought about streaming and I'm like you know I always thought about being an, an actor, so like maybe maybe this is something that I could do and I love to entertain and I love to to like make sure that people are happy and comfortable when I'm throwing events. So streaming seemed like something really fun to try. So I, yeah. I tried it. It's much harder to read people when you're streaming than it is in a room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still it's still a it's a lot of fun. I've had a blast. I've the first thing I did when I got on was try to figure out how to throw a party. And um I did on the eight ninety. So yeah, yeah. It was it was good. Oh, you be, that's, that's a little bit me in a nutshell. <laughs> the ship that should have won ship showdown, just to be very, yes. to be very clear on that. We have no skins. Ninety <laughs> has no skins. Oh man, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. My listeners know from a couple episodes ago. I I, uh, I unloaded a little bit on like really, like the cutter of all ships. Like really. Anyways. I digress. But you say like, you know, you say events. And what's funny is I actually I actually learned about you when I first responded to the 30 versus 30 versus 30 tank event. I'm probably like mis mislabeling that. But um, when that whole thing went down and the whole conversation sparked off about, uh, you know, griefing and what does that you know look like in Star Citizen? Like you were one of the three, like you, Smashly and Blasphemous, right? Yeah. You three? Yep. Yeah. 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 So I don't, we don't need to like take the lid off of that and we don't need to get into that and, and get more clout than probably it deserves. Um, but yeah, it's, those events can either go really well, like a party on an 890 jump. I'm sure y'all had the time of your lives or that happens, right? Where it's well, like crisis management. I agree. The, the funny thing that happened and all the, I've thrown, like we have an annual Halloween party that's probably going to be happening soon, hopefully if we can line things up. Yeah. But we get a whole bunch of streamers and we get about 70 to 80 people guests. It's like ladies night on the 890 onto nice. the ship. So we fill out a server on the 890 and it's wicked fun. Love it. Um, but we've been griefed each time that we've done yeah. an event. We've never made it through the whole event. I have, I'll write up a whole scene thing where we're going to do scene one, scene two, and scene yeah. three. And I kind of feel bad because there's a lot of people, a lot of streamers that are in scene 
attain three and yeah. we never make it to them because we get grieved and yeah. it's okay like it's part it's just all content it's 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 fun we all we all have a blast with it regardless we throw parties we avert danger like it's it's all part of the fun and yeah. so to to us and the people that uh we group with it's it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, it's a problem you don't want to fix. And again, this, if y'all are interested, go back to the episode called blasphemous and, and go enjoy that talk, that the conversation with, with blasphemous. Um, but you don't want to fix it because if, if you create an instance within an instance and it's a controlled environment, you lose what is star citizen, you lose the community and the anything goes mentality. And we'll get into that here in a couple a, a couple minutes. Uh, there's a bunch of things happening, right? Like in 320, we're excited about. Uh, but you don't really want to solve it. So it, you just have to accept it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Gamers are going to be gamers. And unfortunately, it's it's, uh, it's 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 the belly of the beast in Star Citizen, <laughs> it, it appears. It is. It is. It appears. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Um, again, so Beyond the Verse is is strictly, or not strictly, it's, it's very much a Star Citizen podcast, right? Um, but we do call it Beyond the Verse because I love going into the other space genre or the other games that are, um, I don't know, complementary to Star Citizen. So I guess my question, my first question for you, Athi, is is what is taking up your time right now? Are you are you PTU 320 and that's all you're doing? Or are you in any other games? Well, first I have to say um, Star Citizen has my heart. It will always have my heart. I absolutely love this game. Um, I, I'm, I, I do love it, but I do like other games as well. Um, right How dare now, you, traitor. I know, right? <laughs> I'm playing a lot of Baldur's Gate. Um, and I'm playing a lot of Starfield. I'm yep. having a blast with both of those games. I also play Magic the Gathering, um, but those are the games that have me right now. But Starfield, okay. and I, I do stream Starfield, but I do not stream Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate is just for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I do that behind the scenes, and I I love it. I play D&D all my life. I stopped a yeah. two-year campaign this January, nice. and after six months, I did do a one-off with V, and that was amazing. But yeah. um, I, I have... but. In between that time, I wasn't doing any D and D. So when this came out, I was like, "Oh my gosh, my D and D fix! Yeah. It was just amazing." Yeah, so, it's yeah. the worst. It's the worst thing to happen to me. Like the game came out, and I bought more dice. I have like more D twenties than I probably need. Like <laughs> it was so stupid. Like I'm not gonna roll a, D, a physical D twenty playing Baldur's Gate, right. but why not? <laughs> why not? Exactly. <clears throat> and do you happen so on? Um, these things keep coming up on my feed on yeah. X. I like to call it. Yeah, X, whatever X, it is now. Whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, that people are doing like um, basically cosplay of like Shadowheart, and they're amazing. Like I don't know who these people are that are doing them. I'm following yeah. though. I'm like, you. That is an amazing yeah. costume. Like it is just so awesome to see yeah. so much love for that game right now. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a so so let's let's go that let's go that route. Let's go into Baldur's Gate. I would love to pick your brain on some thoughts you have on that IP and, and just the experience you have there. First off, September subscriber flare for Star Citizen is absolutely a flex on Baldur's Gate. Yes, it is. D20s, D6s, come on. <laughs> You're not hiding anything, Star Citizen. I love it though. Absolutely. I love yeah. it. <laughs> on my podcast, the last episode, I'm like, I don't know what you're gonna do with a plushie, like a D20 plushie. You're not gonna like throw it at somebody and be like, oh, you're dead, I'm killing you. Um, but hey, it's good for role playing. But uh, who are you playing in Baldur's Gate? What what character? What class? Uh, are you playing in a group? Are you playing solo? 
I'm actually playing with a couple groups right now. Um, my main group that I'm playing with, I play a drow, a ranger drow, and nice. I do love it. I'm also, um, and then in my second group, I am playing a cleric. So okay. I'm playing kind of basically a shadow heart. heart, but my own, yeah. <laughs> my own shadow heart. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the two characters that I have rolled right now. Yeah. How about you? Do, are you playing? And yeah. Do you have a character? Absolutely. Yeah. Baldur's Gate three is my uh, when I just want to shut my brain off and get away from like, and, and again I love space, but if I just want to like go to the fantastical um, world, Baldur's Gate three is it for me. Um, in my opinion, it's game of the year. I mean, we can get into that here in a second. Uh, but I think it absolutely deserves that title. But yeah, I've got two accounts, uh, or two campaigns I'm playing. My solo is with a sorcerer. I love magic casting. I love the idea of level one, level two spells, like the intricacy of it. Um, but then with my group that we play, um, some members from the organization of Star Citizen, um, I, I, I play a fighter Dro, And I built that character okay. specifically off of Drist from the Driss series, the book series. Ooh, that's yep. awesome. Same everything, like hair, <laughs> hairstyle. Like I literally opened the book and went to the description <laughs> of like, okay, he's got purple eyes, so I can need assign purple eyes, boom. Uh, he fights with two scimitars. So like I will pass up better equipment to keep him with two scimitars. That is amazing. Yeah. I love that. It's well, it's I also that. stupid, but I do it. <laughs> but that's amazing. That's the great thing about this game in yeah. all games. I'm definitely more about the journey than the destination. So I feel yeah. like just having fun with what you want to do is how you should play the game. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> As I die. <laughs> It's coming back. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't made it past act one. Here's the deal. Right. So <laughs> I work a lot of hours and my two kids take up a lot of my life. So I don't have a lot of free time to game. So I'm well behind the curve. There are people, Athi, there are people who beat this game in like two days. Stupid. It's crazy. Why would you and do that? And why? And one of my groups, so one of my groups is uh, Ladies Night. We actually head in and we accidentally killed like the whole first camp. And then we nice. went to the second camp. We accidentally killed all them too. So I'm like, okay, wait a second. So when a group of girls get together and we have a few drinks, yeah. I see what happens here. We just yeah. murder everyone. Just murder everybody. So that's amazing. But I yeah. do have to ask you. So with my other campaign, I do have a sorcerer that hangs out with us and he turns us into cats and dogs all the time. Does that happen to you? Are you doing the wild magic? Yeah, I try. I try to disrupt as much as I can in the game. Um, and, and the beauty, the the beauty of this game, not to get into like the dev side or the capabilities of this game, but if you think it, you can pretty much do it. I mean, yes. like you can set up. This is this is what's crazy. You can set up the battlefield before you start fighting, but you can like move objects and like throw chests off balconies like you can start the fight in such a um like a grandiose way without even starting the fight but that blows my mind that that next level of strategy exists in this game that would only exist in a campaign in real life right like in real life you would yeah. say hey like if you're my dm Othi, i'm gonna say hey all right um i'm looking around for a heavy object i can throw roll a d20 for perception that's exactly what's happening in this game it's crazy and whoever made perception it is so high i fail perception oh, yeah. all the time yeah. that is crazy they're assholes and then also yeah. i know they are assholes. yeah i agree yep <laughs> raise my perception it's i so fail low. everything <laughs> it's so stupid 
I have seen a couple of TikToks out there where you might have seen them where they like put a whole bunch of those like barrels that can blow up. Yes. And they line them up and it just like blows yes. up the whole camp. I'm like, that's amazing. And that's yep. what you're talking about. Like yep. you step back and you're like, what can I do here instead of like doing it the hard way of killing every single person? Yeah. What can I do to destroy this whole camp? Yeah. So I love that. So I'm going to be a bad podcast host and I'm going to, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Surprise. I'm going to pivot and I'm actually going to bring up Starfield next. So, but quickly, let me preface okay. this whole conversation. So, Star Citizen is the base of you and me. Like, you and me, like, our heart resides in Star Citizen. We recognize that we play other games. It's fun, exciting. Um, you've got the freedom of Star Citizen, you've got the freedom of decision in Baldur's Gate 3. What is it about Starfield? And you and I both love it. Let me preface. Mm -hmm. Everybody listening, we love Starfield. What is it about Starfield that is getting your attention, that makes you want to play it? Like, what is it that's that's dragging you into that game, that IP? I would say the biggest thing is the exploration. The fact that I'm able to go somewhere and land and walk around. And then honestly, like the mini game in my brain gets like very happy about, oh, if you get every single thing on this planet, then <laughs> you know, yeah. you get to you get to go somewhere and sell this surveying stuff for money. Yeah. And then you take that side and then you're like, okay, I've done this for four days. I want to do something different. Now it's like time to do some bunkers. And I love to do bunkers. So like yeah. I switch from that mode and I'm like, okay, let's go take out some people. So like going down the weapon thing, I just started, oh, let's just go on the side ten, tangent. Also yeah. the base, yeah. loving building the base. Yeah. So I yeah. just actually made my first uh, base where I've got yeah. a whole bunch of the, the, the crafting tables. Mm -hmm. So I've just upgraded all my weapons. So tomorrow I'm gonna go out with all my modified weapons and be like, now we're gonna do these missions the way that I wanna do them. Yeah. Where, you know, my weapons are upgraded. So there's, oh my gosh, this is a hard question. I know I've kind of like pivoted all no, over, no, please. but it's true. It's like all of that. It's like the exploring part is definitely what grabs me, but the craft crafting grabs me and um, I do love a good fight. Like I've always yeah. loved PVP. I'm a sucker for like Overwatch. I, I love to hate that okay. game. And um, yeah. like League of Legends, I don't totally love, but those types of games, you know, fighter games, like uh, Rust, I actually got into Rust for a while. So like, I like these games that are PVP based. So this kind of just dabbles in it all. It's got the survivor, it's got the, the PVP, it's got the exploration, it's got the, you know, the crafting. So it really, it really does have it all, yep. <laughs> like Starfield does. Yep. It's lacking in some areas. Like when I go into Star Citizen, it's beautiful. Like Star Citizen is like my place where I get to hang out with my friends and it's just beautiful. But Starfield kind of just wraps everything up that I want in a game in a nice little bow and hands it to me. So yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah. So I said this on the last episode, I wanna get your reaction from it. But I said this in the last episode where like what you wish Starfield was is Star Citizen what you wish Star Citizen was is Starfield, right? Like, like you want yeah. this like nice packaged with a ribbon on it, like solo game with story, Starfield. But you wanna be able to explore with no load screens and X, Y, Star Citizen. So like, I, I need the developers to like marry and like merge like studios and like, let's do this. This yeah. needs to happen a like- A little Icarus in there too, I'd like. Yeah. <laughs> Abs absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I, but like, yeah, flying with my hostess, like when I pull out my BKBs, like I do miss that in Starfield. Like, yeah. you know, I've spent a lot of time learning how to use these things. Yeah. So I do like using them. So when people like I do have friends that come in and they're like, where's space? And I'm like, well, yeah, space isn't really it has more of that like Star Wars. There was a Star Wars yeah. game that was kind of like that where it, it kind of has that vibe when you're in space versus it's more planet based than space based yep. is how I feel about yep. Starfield. Yeah, no, it, it's it's interesting. Like I, um, I game for escapism, straight up. Like I, I, that's why I go into a game. What I can argue is that in in different moods, different days, things happen at work, family. Like I want to escape to a different uh, realm, a different world, different universe, different IP. And I think there's a place for all three games. Right there's mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate three. I want a fantastical. I just I don't want anything relatable. I don't want it to be realistic at all. <laughs> I want to make love to a bear. Right, like I don't all the nonsense. Right, like let's do this. Right. Let's do this. Baldur's Gate three. Exactly. But if I just want to exist in space, and I do want to spend thirty minutes going from Ida to you know Area eighteen, cool. That's my that's my shtick. But Starfield is the all-encompassing single-player story that you can dive into and see a Bethesda experience. And like what I've always told my listeners is like, okay, straight up. To my listeners, just play all three. Play all the games and enjoy all of them. Don't compare because the moment you start comparing, you end up turning into 99% of social media. Oh, it's a seven out of 10 because there's load screens. Like, I get it. I get it. I went into all that last episode. So I don't know. I'm glad to hear you say that. I can see it when I watch you stream. You you seem authentically joyful when you're playing. And I, you know, it, it's, it's nice. It's a breath of fresh air because if I do watch somebody else playing Starfield, it's always some nonsense about, oh, man, you, this doesn't happen in cyberpunk. Well, it's not cyberpunk. Like, what? <laughs> right. come on. So anyways, well, it's interesting that you say that, that you game for escapism because I actually, uh, when it comes to streaming, I absolutely love to stream, but gaming comes first. I've always been a gamer. I always will be a gamer and I do the same thing. I, I hop into these games and I want to escape and have a great time. It's not necessarily escaping. And I don't think that's exactly what you're saying either. It's more like you just want to enjoy what is given to you in this realm. Absolutely. So like hopping in is a, I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think I basically said it. Like, just hopping in is yeah. just wonderful and enjoying what the game has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I mentioned Cyberpunk. You mentioned Magic the Gathering. So just quickly, like, Cyberpunk's my game if I want to go and I just want to F, F stuff up. I want to go. I want to cause some mayhem, chaos. Um, I talked a little bit about it in the last episode, but, like, pulling out like a pistol and aiming it at somebody and just watching the entire community just fall apart police are being called in like it's it's grand theft auto but it's like a futuristic version of it like i that's another like realm i like to escape because you can literally do and choose to be and do anything in that game as well but i just i don't want to detract from the conversation like star starfield is amazing it's fun i'm glad that we're playing it my question for you is why magic the gathering that seems very like (laughs) segmented like that doesn't really fit into the bucket uh that you were talking about so why magic the gathering 
Um, I've always played Magic the Gathering. Um, I used to do it in person, like with actual cards. And then over the summer, I was introduced to the digital version. (laughs) So I don't have very many cards at all in the digital version. But um, I am working on trying to get Mythic. I I just need to get up there so I feel good. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's something I just like card games. I've always liked card games. I like the competitive side. So like I mentioned earlier, I grew up with brothers. So we would compete with a lot of things and this was one of them and yep. so i do have a lot of old magic cards from from an era where you used yeah. to go t- to tables and there's actually a place near where i live where you can go and they have tournaments and irl and when people come to visit which to sidetrack these people that come and visit me i have yeah. met on star citizen and they nice. became my friends yeah so like now they come to my town and visit me That's and cool. we go out together to like these bars where we play magic the gathering and oh, you cool. know that's something about star citizen that no other game i think has ever brought and that's like groups of people together and actual really close friendships like yeah. i some of my best friends in irl right now are people i met in star citizen like yeah. it is just amazing the community is amazing so it really like, is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and i would lie to you if i tried to guess which episode but i had joran on uh, who was the founder oh windows updates um <laughs> classic we're doing this live um uh, joran who's the founder of bar citizen right him him and his him and his group um and i had him on and the way he was talking about bar citizen how it came up and how it became yeah how it came to fruition it was a very interesting conversation but i guess i guess my question for you is have you been to a bar citizen do you recommend bar citizens what's been your kind of experience outside of the game for you I do actually, and uh, Joe Run is the one that introduced Jordan, it yeah. to me as well. Um, I I met him on um, Yacht Club, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also met him outside of Yacht Club at some of those virtual bar citizens, yeah. and uh, he did introduce me to it. So I, I grouped up, this was last year, it was my first one that I went to in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Nice. So I went to one there and there was a person who was running it, Chrome Ninja. So now um, I group up with Chrome Ninja and he and I, I co-host it with him. He still runs it and I kind of yeah. co-host with him. Very cool. Um, so yeah, we've done over the winter, we've done, I think last year, in the last year we've done like four of them our last one that we just did was at galaxy con and that's when okay. a lot of my friends came in and stayed here and the galaxy con one's pretty big we do a panel actually at galaxy con um chrome ninja and i and then we do the big bar citizen so yeah if anyone's yeah. out there in raleigh north carolina <laughs> we do a bar go citizen to bar citizens <laughs> yeah 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 i love them i yeah. love them because there's actually in our town we start off at a bar that we we like reserve a room and we hang out behind you know like in a a private room and then we go to some bars that have game like gaming bars so it's very fun to just like hang out with these people and play board games because i actually love board games as well on top of everything else so yeah yeah it's it's great i love them have you been to one yeah oh yeah many many and what's funny is the first one i went to I, i got spoiled it was in San Antonio, Texas, but like Galactica and Jake Acapala were there, or Jake Bradley uh, were both there. And of course they came with all the all the clothes and the stickers and the different, you know, coins and all that. But it was like my first experience was probably not the norm, right? But it was really yeah. cool to sit down with the social media manager, community manager, and have those conversations. Uh, so that was my first experience. The second one, um, it was just an Austin location. Um, and it was, it was a, uh, it was still good. I met a lot of really good individuals. Um, main or prominent content 
content creators for Elite Dangerous, No Man's Sky, um, who also play Star Citizen. And it was really cool to kind of have that that conversation with them. Hey, what is Elite Dangerous versus Star Citizen? And this comparative conversation we're saying don't do. We did. Um, but over some whiskey, it makes it fun. <laughs> It does. So, yeah, it does. So you mentioned Elite Dangerous. I only yeah. played that game once in VR as like a co-pilot with someone. I never dug into that game. Yeah. Um, I did play No Man's Sky, but yeah. did you play Elite Dangerous? And how would you say they compare? So I haven't. And, and so haven't. great question. <laughs> great question. And it's it's probably good to have this individual join the podcast to talk about it. But I've seen like the IGN reviews. I've seen videos. I've watched him stream um, on Twitch about it. it. Like it looks it looks great, right? It looks great but it's still not the walking around your ship there's something about star citizen i think this is a great segue back into star citizen there's something about logging into the game Mm -hmm. and three hours later logging out and you're like i actually feel like i was a member of stanton i was actually Mm -hmm. flying my msr cutter we'll get into your favorite ship in a second <laughs> 890 jump like i actually feel because like you can quantum travel to a location and while you're quantum traveling you can get up from your seat walk around move things around in your ship like it, it is absolutely insane you can't do that in no man's sky or in elite dangerous it's just a different experience and i would love to hear somebody like him uh, who who creates content for an elite dangerous and be like what are your thoughts like what like what do you, how do you measure success when it comes to space games it would be a very interesting conversation i think yeah you know another person who's a content creator that plays um uh, elite dangerous is bog and he is mm. he's really cool he might be might be someone <laughs> just throw it out there i'm just saying let's just like, get 10 people play. let's get 10 people on this podcast <laughs> i'm like elite dangerous go right exactly <laughs> an hour I later played it so i don't have a lot to say about it other yeah. than that one little stint in vr and uh yeah but I did play No Man's Sky, yeah. and not to like go off on a tangent about that either. No Man's Sky is great for what it's intended to be. Um, it did have a bumpy start, <laughs> but it was great for what it intended to be. And um, but I really do feel like Starfield kind of. I don't want to say. I'm just gonna say it. It, just say it, it really merges Star Citizen and No Man's Sky. Yeah. What they both positive have to offer into yep. you know an uh, an area that I I really enjoy. Like I love the exploring aspect of No Man's Sky but it, they never really had enough I don't know to grab me and yeah. I didn't love the graphics honestly but the graphics are great for some people like it, it's really great for some people but just me and personally like yeah. I like Star Citizen graphics 100%. so Starfield is like it's far enough clo- it's close enough to Star Citizen that it's it's a really it's really capturing me like yeah. I'm excited to get back in and I haven't felt this way since uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Ooh. So, yeah, that three <laughs> need to go down that path. Three letter yeah. acronym, which is a four letter word. Uh, <laughs> right. World of Warcraft. Yeah. So it's funny. Just quickly, uh, when I first started PC gaming, it was Wrath of the Lich King, World of Warcraft. <sighs> yep. Played way too much of it. Got burned out, right? Like I was like the yep. best tank. I was like a warrior tank, and like, but I was like the best of the server, like in like a very competitive guild. I burnt myself out, like mm-hmm. I, it was way too much. So, anyways, I I recognize what you're saying here. Um, yeah, but uh, so so let's let's segue. I think th- I think this is a great I think this is a great segue into Star Citizen. Um, let's talk about the latest information for today so pirate swarm i think that is what everybody's talking about let me first i owe this to my community 
I'm sorry. I lied. I lied to you. I was wrong. So this morning I send out a tweet and it has like 3,000 impressions. The thing went like quote unquote viral to Star Citizen Norms. But I sent out a tweet. I was like, look, it's Pirate Swarm. Happy Pirate Swarm. Um, and then I said like, I fully expect 320 to drop today because Arena Commander what has the new Pirate Swarm. So I'm thinking what a perfect time. Mm. What a perfect time to drop 320 because people are going to get into 320 arena commander 2.0 has a new pirate swarm they're going to get the new badge the new everything so i went out on a limb and was like 320 is dropping today <gasps> jake oh my bradley jake bradley got into that thread and was like uh just to set expectations no <laughs> it's not um <laughs> so there, there's so okay so to the podcast they're going to release it to more waves. So 320 is now available to more waves in the PTU. But no, you're not getting 320 today. I am sorry. I have to tell you something. Yeah. Okay. I saw that tweet. Oh, no. And I've been wanting to do a port a walkthrough. I did an older one like in July, but my setup wasn't correct because I no. was moving my stuff around. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to do that today because if I don't do it today, it's going to be gone. So I actually like stay. I made sure that I did uh. it today. So I actually recorded it today. It's not going to go live for a little yeah. bit, but but I recorded it. So thank you, though, because now it's done. That way. So thank you're you welcome. For that tweet. You're welcome. I also feel <laughs> I like shit. that right so. off the list. <laughs> Ah <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so the same funny. the same thing happened with Ship Showdown. <laughs> Hold on. The same thing happened with Ship Showdown where I had this like beautiful mind spreadsheet that calculated all and predicted the future, changed lives, solved world hunger, <laughs> all this weird crap, right? Um and like every indicator, like all the statistical analysis that I have coming from Amazon was like, look, there is no way the vultures go, or the vulture is going to win. There's no way the Corsair is going to win. No way. And here's the why. And so I, I went on a limb that morning. Was like, I'm gonna go and call it. I'm calling it in favor of the vulture. Solo ship salvaging is live. Exploration theoretically isn't live. I was wrong. Clearly like badly wrong yeah. but it seems it seems legit it seems like it, it would have gone that way it sounded good my <laughs> podcast sounded amazing um had numbers but it was wrong it was absolutely wrong so back to pirate swarm pirate swarm today uh, i am gonna alt tab so we're gonna lose we're gonna lose Authy's uh, camera for a couple of seconds, but I want to be able to speak to Pirate Swarm real quick and like the details coming out of it, and then we'll we'll, we'll come back to video. So, here we go. Good load. All right. Pirate Week. Here we are. So quickly, Pirate Week is going to be um, from now until. Oh, I just had it September. 20 something we'll get to that here in a second but pirate week uh, i remember last year pirate week launched and it had the solar winds paint scheme it offered um pirate swarm which you could go into arena commander um and if you if you finish it on multiplayer so a little bit of a psa here can't do it on solo but if you do it on multiplayer uh, you get access to purchase the um the Gladius, the Pirate Gladius, and the Pirate Caterpillar. So I remember it being a really awesome experience. And I remember being kind of like heartbroken because I thought, I thought if you got your badge, you would just get the two ships automatically. But no, it just unlocks the ability to pay for it. 
So, so that was a fun experience for me back in 2022. Um, but for this year, I wanted to do like a compare and contrast. So on that infamous tweet that I have already apologized for, um, I called out what 2022 brought, but let's get into 2023. And Authy, I would love to hear kind of how you feel about paints and the ship offers and et cetera. So here we go to the article. For those of you on YouTube, I'm going to read it for those of you on podcast. Hoist a flagon of ale skyward in Revis, uh, Revelus, good lord, in Revelus homage to the Banu gods of pillage and plunder, for it be that time of year once again. That's right, you scurvy wretches. Pirate Week has once again made port and brought with it more piratical fun. I think that's a made up word. And shenanigans that you can rattle a cutlass at. And Athi, if you are going to respond, I request that you respond in a pirate accent in character to accommodate this this announcement. Uh, a pirate's life terrorized the skies. If you wanted to throw down with the saltiest dogs in the verse, you come to the proper place. Whether you're a lone wolf or looking to start a crew, you can arm yourself and your vessel to the teeth and start stalking the outskirts of Stanton. Or maybe you're the type to walk the lawful path of righteous and destruction, keeping the space lanes free and clear. Either way, you need look no further than Pirate Week for a heavy dose of action. Clearly, I can't read Pirate Talk because I'm all over the place here. So quickly, there's Swarm on the Horizon. That is the Arena Commander Pirate Swarm. Awesome. You've got the Under a Black Flag Special Edition ship paint. So for this year, it's called the Meridian. So I'm going to love to hear Authy's uh, response to the Meridian paint. But it's essentially like a shiny metallic metal, whereas last year was like a metal with a highlight of like reddish orange. So I'd be interested to hear how you think there. And then kind of like last, the community contest, it is a screenshot contest, but it's behind a quest line. So a little different from last year, but you can follow a quest line that takes you to Clasher, um, and ultimately you end up earning a kind of an alcoholic beverage. Um, and the screenshot contest is that. Take a screenshot with that item you receive at the end of the contest. Really quick to wrap this up. There is Jump Town happening as well. And like every other event, they're dropping 18 vehicles in the pledge store that goes, I'm gonna read through these very quickly. 18 vehicles, the A2 Hercules, the Ares Inferno, the Ares Ion, Avenger Stalker, the Avenger Titan, Avenger Warlock, C2 Hercules, the Caterpillar Pirate Edition, the Cutlass Black, which I still would argue is probably the best ship in the game. The Eclipse, which is the most sexiest ship in the game. The Gladius, the M2 Hercules, the Mercury, which probably should have been in the final four, the Pirate Gladius, Vanguard Harbinger, Vanguard Hoplite, Vanguard Sentinel, Vanguard Warden, which I absolutely hate, and back to the A2 Hercules. So let's get back to the video. Please tell me it's now working. It's working. It's working. It's working. Good God. Okay. So I can't <laughs> read Pirate. We've established that. It's very difficult for me. What are your thoughts? I can't either. I, I am so bad at pirate. Be like, I. Yeah, you're not in character. I'm very disappointed in you. I didn't even know how to be pirate other than like, hey, Arr. I didn't even say R. You know what's Arr, funny? I like. In the back of my mind, I'm like Johnny Depp, right? From like Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. There's no, I, I could never emulate somebody like Johnny Depp. Pure excellence. Yes, I agree. Oh my gosh. So, so I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. 
when it comes to pirate week so last year i was um i missed pirate week because well my brother was getting married so, ah, so congrats it was like this huge yeah it was this huge event where we went out of state and like it was a big thing so um yeah i was gone basically for the month of september so i missed pirate week so this hmm. is my very first pirate week and um the paint like you mentioned, I love metallic yeah. paint. I think it's amazing. I do yeah. think there, there should be a little more like rose colored or maybe a little purple. <laughs> but I do like the metallic paint because it does like it it like reflects, you know, yeah. wherever you are. And I hang out a lot in Orson, so yeah. the colors are beautiful. So I can I can get behind that paint. Um, when it comes to so let me mission, a- I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. Let me ask you this. Like I, I want to pause you real quick. So I I tend to overthink paint. And so for last, the last uh, Alien Week, I made the comment on one of my podcasts, it was, it was too colorful. Like aliens are like killing humans, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's supposed to be violent and dark and dreary, but you have these like pinks and greens and like, you know, it didn't, it didn't like, I don't understand that. So I have a slight, maybe not as, maybe not as like dramatic as, as that event, but if you're a pirate and you're trying to like sail in darkness and behind like the curtain do you want shiny like i feel like shiny would kind of give your position away is it appropriate quote unquote for pirate week that's a solid question i can (laughs) see where if you were the type of pirate where you want to be in the shadows you should have a darker ship but if you're in the type of pirate where you are very um you're very confident (laughs) you're like i'm coming for you you're you're gonna run or (laughs) Yep. Or you're gonna die. Like you have to pick one of those choices. You would come in the metallic ship, I guess. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I can see either way for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. The darker ships would be cool. In the alien stuff, like it's very hard to say. Like oh. as a human brain, you might think if they're dark and evil, they might have a dark ship. But in an alien yeah. brain, yeah. maybe purple is their. Is their violent <laughs> is color? Their, yeah. Is their violent color? <laughs> Show more purple. Yeah, it makes yes. makes a lot Let's of sense. Get them with this gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean, would be a shiny metallic silver. So maybe they're onto something. Maybe they're onto something. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Keep going. Oh, the last thing I was going to say is I do like the mission idea. Um, That seems like it's very cool. I like that they're trying to pull the community together, take your picture, send it in. I I do like that they reach out and do these community events like this. And that's one of the things that um, shines with Star Citizen is they do um, pull the community together. And I like the idea that they're putting missions out there. (laughs) So I like that. I think it'll be a lot of fun to to go on this mission with my org. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It also gives direction to griefers to go and, uh, you know, exploit those holding alcohol um, <laughs> yes. not 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 speaking that to existence but you know it's gonna happen so it is yeah no. it's bound to happen as I die from coughing um, yeah so so I'm I'm excited about the pirate swarm I'm excited eventually when 320 drops clearly I don't know mm-hmm. uh, but when it does drop I, I think it'd be interesting to see what changes um, like what dynamics or, or how that really does impact, you know, the the path to get your Gladius, the pirate Gladius. Um, so I think it'd be I think it'd be interesting. Uh, I I wish it would have happened today. Like for those of us who already have like the badge, it would have been fun to kind of like pursue and, and knock out. Um, but it looks like maybe next year is next year is the next chance. 
<laughs> to get you know to get your next badge. I like the colors. The color scheme's fine. Um, the sh- I, I don't necessarily understand the eighteen ships that dropped. So like an A two Hercules. So for those of you listening who might not be familiar, an A two Hercules is like your bomber. It is your it is like the bomber of Star Citizen. Um, drops nuclear bombs and, and a, a, a pretty big grid square. I don't know if a pirate would be flying an A2 Hercules. Maybe not. I don't well, know. Well, I have to say, I have to raise my hand. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> um, so I think that for a lot of the events where we've been all taken out, it kind of has been from nice. a bomber. <laughs> y- yes. So they, I think yep. they tend to like to nuke people. Yeah. I think that some of the pirates will. There's That's a fair. difference, in my opinion, between pirates and griefers. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I, I do think that um, pirates. I, I agree with you. Like, I don't think pirates should be necessarily using this, but I could see it being yeah. useful for certain situations. Yeah. Well, I'm also overly ridiculous because, like, I only think a pirate would fly like a Cutlass Black with the skull and crossbones yeah. on the side. But like, that's right. it. If you're if you're a pirate, you're not flying a freaking Eclipse. Come on, get out of here, right? Right. I'm, I'm overthinking this. I always do. No, 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 no. But that's, I love yeah. that because did you hear, so I I used to rag on Drake a lot. Like I used to pick on Drake. Like yeah. he used to be the bottom of the barrel for me yeah. because they don't have bathrooms, except for the red. The red does have a bathroom, but they usually, they don't have bathrooms. Yeah. But someone told me that the Drake, so I was like, okay, to back up a little bit, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have Drake day where I'm just going to take Drake's out and like get to know Drake's and see if I like them. What a boring and day. I walked around. I know it was kind of boring, <laughs> but the Can landing I? gear was amazing. So yeah. whoever did the landing yeah. gear on Drake's should get a raise at CIG. That's fair. So yeah. you probably heard, but this I learned this on Drake Day, that the, the landing gear on the cutlasses are actually claws. They're meant to land on the ship and claw into it. So mm. the pirates and the red and the, the blue, can you just imagine like throwing a party and just yeah. hearing that land on your ship and just claw in? I just got a whole new respect for the, yeah. for the cutlass when I learned that. So yeah. it's a little tidbit I'd like to share. No, that that's I, that I that's awesome. Yeah, no, no, that's awesome. I, I, uh, I think they've done the most. Uh, I have no anecdotes to back this up. I think they've done the most like cosmetic work on Drake's, like the, uh, the VTOL, the VTOL engines, like the way that both the Corsair, the wings, uh, the wings and VTOL work on the Corsair, the Cutlass. Like, there's probably more aesthetic. Um, it's, it, there's probably more aesthetic qualities in a Drake than even an Origin, which kind of blows my mind, right? It, that doesn't really necessarily make sense, but I'm, I don't it's know. True. It is very true. It's very true. So my mind, I, I continue to be corrected and I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong. And, you know, mm-hmm. I thought an Origin was going to win because they're sexy and fully capable, but nope, no, nope, a cutter beat, <laughs> a cutter went almost to the final rounds and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay being wrong. So, <laughs> oh man! So I, I'm excited. I'm excited about the pirate, uh, the pirate swarm, or the pirate week. I'm probably after this podcast, I'm probably gonna go and buy all the paints because I'm ridiculous like that. Um, I don't even have like half the ships that the paint is available for, but I'm still gonna buy them because you never know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so also alongside, and I think this is what's gonna generate probably the the next 12 minutes of our conversation. Also today was Inside Star Citizens uh, Cargo Career Part 1. 
If you are listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube, I cannot recommend enough to go watch this 15 minute video. It is it is absolutely um, pertinent to this current conversation between like Starfield and Star Citizen. There's a really good, really good uh um, description on the object container streaming, what how cargo works and how you apply it to grids and how it's going to go on to the whole sea. But it also talks about, Authy, you just mentioned this a couple minutes ago, base building. It talks about how your hangar is instanced and what that implies for future instanced versus persistent experience in Star Citizen. And so there's a couple of topics I just kind of wanted to start with and kind of talk about. And unfortunately, it is kind of a comparison between Starfield and Star Citizen, but not like in a bad way. But it's this idea. So let me back up even further. Listeners, Star Citizen has been out to achieve three technical advances, right? Number one, object container streaming which they did, and it's beautiful. It's the idea that you don't have to assign an object to a physical location to make it persist. You assign it to like some stream code. It doesn't have to physically exist, but it'll always be assigned. And so whenever a player logs into that area, it becomes live, right? So it's this really awesome technology um, that doesn't have a lot of cost on the server or the client side. So OCS, or SOCS, perfect. The second that dropped to 318, which go read the postmortem, it's a phenomenal article. But the second is persistent entity streaming, and that is the that is the technology, even beyond server meshing, that is the technology that everybody is super excited about. And Athi, I will shut up in a couple seconds. But per- persistent entity streaming is the idea that if me and Athi are on the same server, I can take an object, a, a box, uh, a container of some sort, I can put stuff in it, and I can take that to a random grid location on a random planet and drop it. Three, four, five, six days later, hey, Authy, I dropped you a present on this on this planet. Go check it out. She should be able to fly to this planet, fly to the grid location, and find the box and be able to interact with it and have it and and be able to put it into her inventory. PES is live, it's live. And so this video, this 15 minute video talks about the next layers of PES and how it applies to cargo handling and ultimately how it handles to your instanced hangar, which everybody's been asking about. I want my damn hangar. I want, I want a base build, right? Like I, I, I want, I want to decorate it with all the signs and paintings and right. So I'll stop here, but first off, Authy, were you able to watch the video? Do you have a, were you able to see the inside star citizen or maybe not yet? Cause it launched today. Um, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch no. all of it. Um, but I did, I did get a little understanding. I did hear that they were talking about, um, I have some questions too. Yeah. Like they were talking about how you're going to use a tractor beam. You yeah. would come down and you would land, I'm guessing like with your MSR or something and you would go in and you'd use a kiosk and like pull it up and use a tractor beam over. Yeah. So then, but then I saw another video that was showing the whole sea and yeah. it was like going up to like a port and it had like a blue square and they were going into the blue square yeah. and adding it. So I didn't know like how those two things tie together. If it's because the whole sea has the outside 
yeah. um, cargo where the MSR is inside. Because to back up for one sec, I have to say my favorite gameplay right now is taking, like, I'll go out with the org and we'll have a group of people have with, with like, vultures, and I'll yeah. come in with my hull A, which we did take out a hull C previously, but we can't do it with this. But so, yeah. so we're using the hull A for this one. Yeah. And we go and we take that cargo and we snap it onto the hull A and then go back and sell it, go back, you know. And that's a really fun gameplay. Yeah. With the hull C, I, I don't think you can do it because the cargo size is differently. Right. Um, is different size, but do you have any more information on that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. The way they talked about it, so, so first off, it's kind of two different conversations. They were talking about hangers being instanced. So whenever you call to ATC, so you approach Sarah from Station. Eh? Yeah. When you approach, <laughs> when you approach Sarah from Station, and you uh, you you um, hail you hail Sarah from Station, they're gonna say, all right, here's your hanger. It's in this whatever bay when you land and walk into your hangar, it's gonna be instanced in the sense that however you left your hangar is how it's going to experience. Like that's gonna be your experience. And in that time, you can invite friends over, right? So there's like a, a hangar and instanced conversation, which is about seven minutes of that, of that video. The other seven minutes is I think is what you're alluding to. The other seven minutes of that video is like, okay, so we already have grid, um, what do they call it? Grid snapping of cargo where you can go onto an MSR and you can lock, you know, cargo onto grid squares into your uh, into your garage. The idea is that when you go to these hangars or you go to these, uh, I'm gonna call it warehouse for lack of a better word, but when you come to these like cargo holds, you're able to like physically get out of your ship, use your tractor beam to pull the cargo that is necessary, like Sarah from station, it's hanging out you know, on the, uh, <coughs> as I die, um, it's taken out like in the, uh, like the 18 wheeler Conaxes that are attached to Seraphim station. You're able to go there, use your tractor beam to pull it off and then put it onto your ship. So it's the, it's the idea that they're kind of, what's the next level? The next level of the cargo management is not only grid snapping in your garage, but grid snapping off of an orbital station or off of wherever you have landed, right? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> As I cough, the, the, last, the last piece, um, the last piece to that is um, it, it's, going to go beyond grid snapping. So if you're able to put a rifle on your whole C or a dead body on your whole C or you know a an A2 missile on your whole C, if it fits it sits is the idea. So that's like the last level of of uh, progression there. But that 15 minute video talks about all this and it really does a, a good job kind of painting what we can expect as Star Citizen fans. And what sucks for me, and then I'll shut up, what sucks for me is I'm like, this is great, this is awesome. And then I'll go to Starfield and start playing and I'm like, oh, I really wish I could X, Y, Z. And I find myself like, I find myself sabotaging my own experience because I watch these damn videos as amazing as they are. And I'm like, man, why can't Starfield? Like, why can't I, you know, actually manage my inventory, you know, this, this, this specific way. There's a mod for that. I, I'm sure there will be. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a mod for everything in Starfield. But let me shut up real quick. Any response, any response to the, uh, 
cargo, the hangers. Do you do you find yourself, or do you think you're gonna find yourself spending a lot of time in your hangar decorating? Like, like where do you see this going for you specifically, Afi? Well, specifically, I'm very excited about the hangers. I started the game um, a year and a half ago, and I have not seen hangers. I've never had yeah. my own personal hanger, so yep. I'm very excited about it. I know that people have had them in the past, and yep. they were taken away, yep. uh, but I haven't. And one of the things I plan to have is a fish tank party. Like, I, I am going to have a fish tank party in my hangar. It's like something that I've looked forward to for probably a good like 10 months now what's you know, a fish tank longer. party okay tell me more uh, okay so basically if you use my referral code um you get invited to this vip fish tank party and i can't guarantee that there's gonna be fish in it because i don't have any fish so it's kind of like this thing where i'm going to get fish over in pyro someday and we're going to take the 890 out to go do and get this fish it's just this whole thing but Got yeah it. and i'm not going to have river fish in there like we're not going to have any kind of like they're going to be exotic fish but yeah. the point is i'm going to have a fish tank party okay. and um you have a vip pass i will send you a vip pass yes you get into the fish tank i've party. made it in life up. you have to dress i will up dress up fish. absolutely <laughs> whatever like outfit you can wear in the game that, that looks like a fish because you will win something the the fishy the more fishy you look can i be like this stage right shark was it stage right shark stage left shark you was have that? to find the outfits inside yes. of star Citizen. Oh. so good luck yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> good luck, good luck. Yeah. So Very once cool. I, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. So the hangers, kind of like Levski. So many people have said so many positive things about it, and I never got to experience it. So I'm excited to see that as well um, in the future, because yeah. apparently it's coming back at some point in the future. Yeah. So yeah, the hangers. I'm excited about the cargo. I love, like I mentioned before. Yeah. I've been having a blast taking the hole. So for my birthday over the summer, my org bought me a hole, which I have to thank oh, them for. Oh, cool. They, yeah. they were so nice of them. So I do have a hole, and um, it's my second MISC ship that I have. I have most all the Origin ships, and MISC is yeah. my second favorite ship manufacturer. So, yeah. um, But the point is, I, I love that hole, and I'm excited about the hole C. But I don't like it as much as I like the Hull A, oddly. Like, there's mm. some things... It's cool. It's cool. And I do have to give it some more time. I only spend a day with it. But I feel like it's kind of missing captain's quarters. Mm. Uh, it kind of feels like... It It doesn't have uh, the exact... It, yeah. It's got some things that are missing, but I do have to spend more time with it. So maybe I'll fall in love with it. Sure. Uh, but I do love my Hull A. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting jump to go from Origin to, to, to Misk. Like that's, I I have, that's interesting. Yeah, when I started streaming, so I would go out in the mall every weekend um, yeah. with Rip Rod. Rip Rod and I would go out in a mall every weekend and I would gather all this money that I could gather. And then during the week when I was streaming, I would go out with my origin ships and I yeah. would party and have a great time. But yeah. then the weekend when I wasn't streaming, I put on my beanie and get my hot cocoa. So I have like these fond memories of, um, of just hanging out and mining. And yeah. so then I got a prospector. And after the prospector, I was like, you know, I, I do have this party girl vibe and I have a lot of origin <laughs> ships, but I also love the industrial side too. Yeah. I love uh, I love the Vulture, it's my first Drake ship that I bought. Um, yeah. I do love that ship and yep. the Prospector is Prospector. amazing. Yeah. yeah, and I used to, like I said, I used to pick on Drake a lot, but <laughs> since um, the Corsair and the Cutter came out, I yeah. actually recommend the Cutter sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, I ask people, you know, what do you want? I'm not gonna yeah. recommend an origin necessarily because you 
what do you what do you want in the game is what's yeah. important and the cutter is a great ship yeah and the corsair is a great ship a hundred percent and and, and yeah. i hate i hate that you say that because <laughs> i'm i'm in full agreement like the two best ships to start with are either the cutlass black drake or the cutter yeah drake yeah like i don't know i would never recommend an origin as much as i love origin and i yeah. wholeheartedly support that as my favorite vendor or manufacturer uh, i would never start with an origin but that cutlass or the cutlass and the cutter phenomenal ship so i don't know i i am uh i i'm, I'm, I'm emotionally tied to being against drake right now so so spare <laughs> so bear with me as I as I continue to hate them, um, but they are phenomenal ships. I would recommend anybody right now, especially during Pirate Reek, to go out and get the Cutlass Black and put that skull and crossbone on the side. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ship. So, it is. well, Athi, we're at time, and I want to be respectful of yours, respectful of my <laughs> listeners. But uh, before before we really like disconnect, I have like a I I want to I want to I want to have a I want to fire some questions off at you. So we already talked about your number one manufacturer, Origin. Origin. What's your yeah. least favorite? Uh, it used to be Drake, but it's not anymore. Okay. I'm going to have to go with, um, I'm going to just say Anvil. Anvil? Okay. Yeah. So you heard it here. It's still Drake. Um, so <laughs> just, just be very clear with my listeners. Um, of the four starting locations, what is your favorite starting location? Which I already know because I watch your YouTubes, but... Morrison. Yeah, Morrison. I, every time I wake up, it puts a smile on my face. I just did a walk through Lorville, and I tried to keep a smile on my face the whole time. It was so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like anyone yeah. that starts off there, I don't know how you start off in a positive mind frame. But I love to hate that place. So uh, it's great. They did an amazing job making me hate it. So. Yes. And, and and because of the new like graphics, I hate it more beautifully. <laughs> yes, is that exactly. Is that accurate? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm right there with you. Um, so I usually, quickly, um, I usually pick the starting location wherever the latest updates were. So I, I will pick Crusader because of the Seraphim Station for the next uh, drop. But I, I agree with you. I think Orison is like, it's Cloud City from Star from Star Wars, right? Like It is, it is. Uh, I can't say no to it. Uh, it's either that or Area 18. So, okay. Uh, favorite game loop? Um... Favorite game loop would be taking the vultures out and me being um, taking the hull A and actually tractor beaming and snapping them on and then bringing them back. And then during lull times, doing um, shady drug runs. Yeah. <laughs> You're one of those. Just, mm. Well, no, no, just like, you know, going to a yeah. post while everyone's trying to gather more yeah. salvage. Yeah, that's my favorite loop right now. Nice. I love bunkers too, though. Like, but they're too easy. Yeah. Too easy right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Two more. Favorite alien race? Uh, you don't care. I'm gonna have to pass on this. Aliens. One. Suck. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't answer that. That's a safe, yours? safe answer. So I like the Banu because they're like they're ridiculous. Like they're silly. Yeah. Like the lore behind the Banu is hilarious. If you ever want to get into like some really fun stories. They have great ships, though. The yeah, marking phenomenal ships. Are beautiful. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But I, I love that. Like the first Banu we met was Jerry. Like of all the names, <laughs> Jerry the Banu. Like it, hilarious. I love the Banu. Um, last, last question for you. Okay. What are you looking forward to the most in Star Citizen? 
the most in Star Citizen? Oh my god, that's a layered question. That's a tough one. I would honestly have to say I love exploration. So like I tell people, um, I get the ship names confused when they're not out yet. But there's a huge ship where it's got like little balls on it, where they're like, uh, you can go and be endeavor with the ship. I think it probably is the endeavor where you. I I tell people, okay, what we're gonna do is when this comes out, we're taking a month off or two months off, and we're just going somewhere with this thing and just base building. So I. So something I always ask people is do you like the expanse do you like star trek do you like star wars do you like like battlestar galactica where are you coming from tell me what your favorite is and mine is star trek so you can get a sense of the type of person i am for like that being my favorite i love all the other ones yeah but star trek is uh it's it's where my heart is so exploring yeah. is definitely amazing but i also love a good pvp bite yeah <laughs> and you know so that's that's me and Annette, so so i'm right there with you with star trek um exploration yes but i i'm looking forward to like the javelin and like holding oh. organ uh, like organization parties and events on a javelin like because that's that's star trek to me it's like you live and operate off of you know the enterprise Right. So like to me, it's like I can't wait for that moment where we're literally in the middle of nowhere. We've quantum traveled from Pyro to Stanton. We've stopped halfway. Don't know what the hell's going on. But like that's where we're living. That's where we're going to be for the next, you know, X number of uh, days. But I'm right there with you with Star Trek. I think that's how I'm approaching uh, the rest of Star Citizen as well. Are you in an org? Because our org is actually that's one of the things on their list is having a javelin and running with it. I have an 890, but that's part of the crew. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, you're able to be a part of five, and I only have exactly. the the one, right? So like, so yeah, I've got I've got sole provision, which is a bunch of us content creators, part of an org, but we're like, we're not really doing anything right now because we're waiting for pyro, right? So like, right. why do anything if it's just going to reset at three twenty, three twenty one? Um, so a lot of us are kind of stagnant, are kind of holding uh, our pattern until pyro. But once pyro launches, we're going to go crazy. So, it's gonna be so fun. I know, I know. <laughs> but say like for me, just to answer that question, then we'll wrap up. For me, like that's what I'm looking forward to most is is Pyro. I think that's gonna be the first opportunity where we see Stanton 2.0. Like we get to see where the future of the game truly is going. Because what they do with Pyro is going to imply what they're gonna do with every other system. So I think it's gonna be yeah. interesting, like where that goes. I so. agree. And I want to touch base if I can. Yeah, just, please. Just super quick. So I, I actually played Eve for a bit as well. And how'd you like it? That, I liked it. Yeah. I like some of the. I like. Okay, so the things I didn't like was the fact that you spend so much time on your character and you are the ship. Like that was the big yeah. thing that drove me crazy. I just wanted to walk around my ship. Yeah. Just let me see my ship. So, yep. but some of the things I did like was it was kind of scary to go out and mine. Like it was yeah. hard. Like you would get killed if you went out and mined. And I and I kind of like that. So, yeah. Pyro to me. I kind of in my mind feel like it might be Eve, you know, where not not Eve, but you know, kind of that vibe of like yeah. it's going to be hard to do this because it'll be it'll be scary and people might attack you and yeah. so that's that's where my brain goes when I think of Pyro. I'm like that'll yeah. be amazing if it's if it gets very difficult where we have to like really watch where we're going and yeah. make sure we have fighters with us and you know all of that stuff. Yeah. I hope this game becomes and is kind of already is right now but like i'm very excited for the future and what it is right now so i i love that you're saying that with a (laughs) smile on your face because i legitimately still have like 
fears of like walking. So the other day I'm halfway between uh, Crusader and uh, Hurston, like at the sun, at Stanton. Um, and I'm like in my Corsair, I, I'm, I'm exploring it. I'm because they won, you know, the ship showdown. I'm like, let's take a look at it and let's do a little TikTok on it. Um, so I'm walking around it. I open the, the freaking side hatch and it's space. And like a little bit of me died inside. I'm like, oh my god! It just it's, ugh, it's weird. Like I can't I can't explain it to my listeners or viewers. Um, yeah. It's the weirdest I thing understand. to open up your garage and it's like the abyss of space in a video game, right? <laughs> but you are like, yeah, let's celebrate it. Let's like die while we're mining. Um, I don't know. It's a little extreme, Athi. I'm learning a different side of you. Yeah, I've got two sides. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's wrap this up before it gets too scary. Um, <laughs> hey, Afi, thank you so much for joining us on Beyond the Verse Star Citizen Podcast. Really do appreciate it. Yeah. Phenomenal conversation. I couldn't have wished or expected anything different from you. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been yeah. a blast. Uh, this this is amazing (laughs) like i had so much fun tonight absolutely (laughs) so for those listening who may not know where to find you how can listeners and viewers get more of you and your community you cannot cannot (laughs) private (laughs) shutdown can't do can you can't do crap let's go we're both (laughs) no um actually i am on twitter um Let's see. Twitch, not Twitter. Oh my gosh, I'm on Twitch. They're all the same. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday and Saturday, usually 11 in the morning. And then at night, I play Star Citizen on Monday and Tuesdays. Um, also, I am on YouTube as well. I put some videos. So basically, yeah. Authentic Young on both those places. You can actually find me on all of the normal Instagram and, and Twitter and all that stuff too at Authigamer. But those no. two are the main ones where I stream. So yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so on podcast and on YouTube, I'll also drop the link um, to your socials so people can find you through the description and all that. Um, And then for us here at at Beyond the Verse Star Citizen, I mean, you've already, you're listening, you already found us. Um, But for all things social media, it's forward slash BTV underscore cast. Um, And then uh, we try to air live every Thursday night, 8 p.m. U.S. Central when I'm not coughing and dying uh, in the middle of my show. Uh, Otherwise, it's Friday morning. Regardless, you're getting the content Friday afternoon. Really do appreciate everybody. Listen, if you want to be part of the conversation, email us at contact at beyondtheversehq.com. We would love to hear from you in the Spotify show notes. We're going to have a QA, and a We're going to have polls. Um, I would love to be able to share this with Authy and, and maybe have a follow-up conversation at some point. But I'll say this one last time. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it, Authy. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>